Hello, my name is Chris Hobbs, and you are listening to the Bite Down and Don't Let Go podcast. This is a collection of thoughts and insights that come from a long time spent reading, studying, sharing, and practicing leading myself and leading others. I hope it inspires you to be persistent in leading yourself and others well. If today's episode encourages you, please share it with others that they may also be inspired. Thanks for listening. Keep on keeping on, everyone. Tell me which of these quotes sounds the most familiar. I can't do this. This is too hard. No one believes in me. I should just quit. These might be the thoughts of a disgruntled employee, an overwhelmed middle school student, or a mom of toddlers, but they are also the thoughts of some of the best distance runners in the world. And it is exactly what mental skills coach Shannon Thompson has to unteach them. Coach Thompson calls it catastrophizing. Specifically, she says, even in elite athletes, struggle and discomfort can cause irrational thinking. The first thing I have to teach young elite runners is to stop catastrophizing their experiences because catastrophizing is almost always a lie. Wow. I find the topic of how we respond to discomfort fascinating. I think because in order to deal with it, we have to think about what we're thinking about. And if you've listened to a few of my podcasts or you know me personally, that's my definition of metacognition, thinking about what you're thinking about. And it's directly correlated to self-regulation and self-regulation is directly correlated to the ability to successfully navigate life with a growth mindset. More specifically, we have to think about what discomfort is making us think about. Life is hard and striving for excellence in any particular area doesn't make life any easier. Many of us bring work home And as a consultant friend of mine with the Berkman Institute often says, we should be just as aware how much home we bring to work. Leaders, side note, I'd really encourage you to think about that quote more when you're leading your teams. Think about how often your team is bringing home into work, and that'll make you far more empathetic as you lead them. So, Back to this thought of catastrophizing, C.S. Lewis quipped that pain is God's megaphone to rouse a deaf world. So how is it possible that we often respond to discomfort by telling ourselves lies when God is actually using pain possibly to help us hear the truth? The problem for elite runners as well as for those of us trying to follow Christ in our life, is a problem of focus. The pain causes us to lose focus. So here are four ways that catastrophizing discomfort in your life is the wrong use of your focus. First, catastrophizing puts our focus on ourselves. Have you ever stubbed your toe? In that moment of mind-boggling discomfort, the smallest appendage on your body becomes the only thing you can think about. 
This is actually how our ego responds to many of life's discomforts. Tim Keller in his book, book, The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness, notes that our ego is fragile to the touch. The moment the discomfort of life bumps it, we can't think about anything else. So catastrophizing distracts us because it puts our focus exclusively on ourselves. Second, catastrophizing takes our focus off what God is doing in our lives. Jesus Christ warned us how the pain of worry can take our focus off what God wants to accomplish right here and now when he said, don't worry about tomorrow. What should we do instead? Well, just a few passages earlier, Christ also gave us that answer. He told us to seek the kingdom of God and live righteously and he will give you everything you need for living today. Don't let catastrophizing take your focus off what God wants you to accomplish today. Third, catastrophizing distracts our focus from our work. Theologian Richard Blackaby rocked my world in his book, The Seasons of God, when he described how the Apostle Paul was able to move past being the kingpin of martyring Stephen and going on to become the greatest Christian not named Jesus. Think about that. How much guilt and self-loathing did Paul deal with knowing that he was responsible for the murder of another Christian? I bet he dealt with it a lot. Yet he wrote, forgetting what is behind, I press forward. Catastrophizing is focusing on what has happened. Christ following is focusing on what can happen when we continue to press forward for him. Finally, catastrophizing gives our focus to the father of lies. We're getting really theological now, but the Bible tells us that Satan is actively looking for ways to devour us. The apostle John records Christ's own words when he said that Satan has no truth in him and is a perpetual liar. Our discomfort is one of the ways that Satan takes our focus off God's work in our lives, off our responsibility to follow him, and puts that focus on the lies. C.S. Lewis summed up the catastrophe of catastrophizing in his book, The Great Divorce, when he said, that is what mortals misunderstand. They say of some temporary suffering, no future bliss can make up for what I am experiencing right now. And they say that not knowing that heaven, once attained, will work backwards and turn even that agony into a glory. Much like the discomforts of training all make sense when a runner wins a race, God in his wisdom and sovereignty can turn our pain into glory. We just need to keep running for him and never catastrophize anything ever. Keep on keeping on, everyone.